Brainstorming and sharing ideas is the funnest part of the creative process. We decided to skip the boring part of actually making stuff and just do the fun part. I'm your host, Tom Walma. I'm Connie Ettinger. I'm Evan Sashala. And this is Creativity Wasted. And I'm just going to say it. I have to mute Connie when she's not talking because there's an echo. And so that's going to come up because I'm going to do it wrong at some point. So my idea, I like the idea of tiny houses. I've had quite a few ideas on the podcast about tiny houses. They all sort of build up on each other. So I'm going to give like a quick three-minute summary of a couple of the older ideas. The first one, I like the idea of a tiny house where most of your stuff is wheeled in and out on demand by robots, either drones or they have these like Amazon factory robots that look like Roombas with a car jack on top of them. So they they just wheel around and then you put stuff on them and they pick it up and move it. And that's what gave me the idea was a 60 minutes thing on those factory robots. If you move all of your stuff in and out, you don't need to keep as much stuff in the tiny house. You could have like a neighborhood warehouse that holds most of your extra stuff. And so you could even have like services in that warehouse building. It could have like laundry facilities and cooking facilities and other stuff. So like you could wheel in and out your clothes and it could wash your clothes for you and stuff. So you wouldn't need necessarily a kitchen in the tiny house. You wouldn't need washer dryer laundry room in the tiny house. The next part of that idea was to hook up the warehouse to the shipping grid. So you wouldn't even need to own as much stuff. Like the example I like to give is if you, if you had like a romantic dinner or a date, you could rent like a fancy tablecloth and candles and fancy silverware and it would go to the shipping facility of your neighborhood and then the robots would take it and put it in your tiny house and it could just mostly automatically do that. Maybe once it gets in the house, you've got to set the table like the robots can't do everything, but they can wheel it in and out. So that was the, the first idea was a tiny house that most of your shit is wheeled in and out. And you could decide which shit to wheel in and out. Like if you wanted to cook, you could have a kitchen, whatever. It's it's not strict about that. Um, so the second one, part of the idea is if you have these robots that can move your stuff around and your house, tiny house is mostly empty, why do you even need to own a tiny house? You could just move around like a nomad from place to place and all of your stuff would just get shipped and it would follow you around from city to city. And you could have an app on your phone that says which stuff needs to follow you around. So it doesn't all need to follow you around. And so from there, I got to the idea of like, if you can just go wherever you want and there's a bunch of empty rooms everywhere that you can just rent like on a nightly basis or whatever. A lot of times you might want to live like out in nature if you could live wherever you wanted. And then I got the idea about non-enclosed spaces to be more naturey. Like instead of having a cabin, you could have like a gazebo with like a roof and like maybe waist high wooden railings on the edge of the gazebo, but no like permanent walls, like a normal gazebo. And then I thought that there could be a service if it's wheeling your stuff back and forth. Maybe you could have like a standardized size snap-in window for like gazebos and other things. So this space that you're renting, that your stuff is wheeled in and out, it can be an outdoor space most of the day with open air, 
non-walls and if it starts raining or if you need to sleep or whatever it could snap on the windows you could do that not only for gazebos you could do that like with a pontoon boat snap on the windows and now it's an enclosed pontoon boat wheel in a bed or cot or something like all sorts of things like a lawn chair you could have like a little snap on windows around the lawn chair so you can lay in the sun in the winter and it's warm and whatnot or you'd sleep there you do a bunch of like new structures with snap-on windows. You wouldn't even need to live in like houses or cabins, apartments. You could just live like in random parts of the world, like almost like an enclosure that's built around you wherever you are or like in gazebos or things like that. Uh, I'm getting close to the idea. So the next idea I had was I thought that outdoor concerts kind of suck in that they could be improved. So instead of just having seats, like everybody has to get there and all like find their seat at the same time. And you got to go to the toilets and it's gross and it's crowded. And like, I thought that maybe you could have like an outdoor concert venue. I'm thinking of DTE Energy Music Theater, that type of place. But instead of having it just having chairs all the way around, you could have like shelters with a few seats in them. And so it could be like the gazebo type things, maybe shorter. But then I got the idea that maybe it would be cool to have like normal concert seats, but in front of each set of like four chairs, there's like a hatch that you can go down under the chairs. And there's like a bathroom or a slightly bigger sized room under the seats. And that could have a toilet and shower and some storage space. Maybe the toilet and shower would be in like a room in the room. But the idea would be that you wouldn't, you'd spend like 2% of your time in that little thing. Most of the time you'd be up out of it in your chair watching the show. But every half hour, instead of having to go to some disgusting bathroom and step over a bunch of people, you would just go down into your own little thing. And for like week-long festivals and stuff, you could sleep over. You could have food and drones could bring you stuff a fresh set of clothes. If you hook it up with like the stuff on demand thing that I was talking about earlier. So those are my past ideas. So this is my new idea. My new idea is to take those like underground concert venue rooms and double them up to be emergency shelters, like a bomb shelter or a flooding shelter or tornado shelter. And people could own them and then if they own them and there's like a concert going on, you could either just watch the concert for free or you could rent them out. And if you rented them out, it would have to be through the concert venue app. So the concert venue would get a cut. So the concert venue would sell them to you. So they would make money that way. You'd probably have to pay for plumbing and like utility bills also. So they would be getting that money and they would be getting a cut of you renting it out. And you might be able to make your money back as far as paying for the bomb shelter or emergency shelter by renting it out to people who want to watch the shows. So that's the idea is um, a outdoor concert venue where instead of just having seats, you have underneath the seats, you have these little room shelters with plumbing and electricity to charge your iPhone and storage. And you could put a bed in there, like a fold out bed if you wanted. You could furnish it beyond that however you want. 
and then you could rent them out to people who want to watch the shows. Any thoughts? That sounds like a great idea. I hope someone from DTE is listening to this so they can uh, start the project and keep it going. Yeah, DTE, they do electricity, so they can wire it up for electricity pretty easily. Yeah. That, to me, would satisfy the need for what is missing at so many concerts, all little creature comforts that keep people at home. Like you said, bathrooms. You know, I'd rather go to a bathroom at my house than go to a movie bathroom because you never know what you're going to find there either. But heaven knows the porta johns are just horrible. And like you said, you could rent it out, spend most of your time up there. It's, it'd be like a suite at the palace. I was thinking, you know, what used to be the palace is now knocked down. But I mean, some of the suites were amazing. And this is what it sounds like it could be. And also serve a dual purpose of shelter and you, know, you can rent it out sort of like a timeshare agreement. Exactly. The problem that you may run into is that there's like an emergency event that happens during a concert. So like if that happens, would you just kick the people at the concert out or would you allow them to come into your, your place? Yeah, I guess if uh, Russia lobs the nukes during a concert and you're able to get there in time, would you just kick the people out? Or would they go in there with you? I guess that's such a crazy scenario that um, the whole world's going to be chaos. Who cares if this is chaos, too? I mean, people will do lots of crazy shit. But like most, like in Michigan, I mean, we don't really worry about floods too much unless you live like right next to a river. Like we're not worried about like New Orleans or like South Dakota, like the whole state was underwater one year. We don't worry about those type of floods. But other states might need that. Tornadoes is probably nobody would be able to get there in time unless they just went there every time there was a tornado watch. Yeah. So, yeah, it wouldn't work for all disasters. And the w one thing I thought, if you wanted it to be nuclear blast proof, that hatch to go down in it would have to be, like, thick. And, like, the lining of it would have to be thick, like metal or concrete or, like, with a, at least a foot or two of dirt if it's not concrete. So you'd be going down a little deep in there if you wanted it to double as a nuclear. Air filtration system that would, you know, filter in air that's clean. You don't want to be breathing the nuclear dust. True. One of the ideas that I had was like, you know how those giant garbage dump hills? I always wondered why they don't make those like rounded shaped and like just put some chairs all along it. And that's that's your stadium. Like after about 10, 20 years, they stop leaking the gases out because for a while they have like the gases that leak out that they use for energy and stuff. And it smells maybe bad, like rotten eggs or something. I don't know what it smells like. But after so long, it's just inert. So it's just a hill when it doesn't stink. It'd be super cheap. You wouldn't even need to build a stadium. It's just there. You could just build like a layer of bomb shelters in the middle of this hill. And so the body of the hill, the outside of the hill would protect against the biggest part of the blast. And then it saves you money. And the inside of the hill is where the, the like sloped ground that has all of the shelters going down the hill is at. And yeah, you need all the facilities that do the plumbing and the air duct circulation and electricity would also have to be built into the hill at, at least one spot. And then you could even have like, try to do like a pneumatic tube system. If there is like a nuclear war, they could give you some 
stuff. Do you know how many of these underground pods you would have for a venue? No, I didn't get into it at that level. <laughs> it's just an idea. It's not an actual thing that I'm pitching, pitching to people. It could have been two weeks ago when Putin started mentioning yeah. nuclear weapons. Yeah, I mean, people aren't as worried about it as they were a few weeks ago, but it's still happening. I mean, it's still a risk. The war is still happening in Ukraine. Yeah. I honestly think that, like, we don't need to worry about a bomb blast, like the actual bomb blast. Well, unless you live in town. But, like, if the stadium was near town, like, where they might actually aim a nuclear bomb, then it would make sense to have the bomb shelter. But I'm not sure. Like, if you lived, like, out in the boonies, like, I mean, I guess the underground shelter protects you from radiation. But I always thought that just being inside a house, if you're not near where the bomb went off would be enough. Like, why do you need to be underground if you live on a farm somewhere? I could be wrong. Maybe you do need that extra radiation protection. But to me, it it makes more sense in like cities, which is where most of the stadiums are anyway, to have an actual bomb shelter. I agree. No, No, you're right about that. But then you have these clouds of radioactive dreck that are just floating in land wherever. I don't know what happened with Chernobyl, but when that melted down, it it was, I know I stopped drinking Stoli vodka because I, I didn't realize it wasn't made in Russia, (laughs) but I switched to absolute then. I think with a nuclear bomb, as opposed to Chernobyl, I think the radioactive stuff is dust. So you can see it. So you know if it's there or not. You're right. But maybe that's just radiation, radiation after the blast. Maybe after a while, you can't see the dust. I don't know. I don't know. It'd be nice if they that's on TV about it, but they don't. <laughs> or at least not what I'm watching on TV. Um, any thoughts, any thoughts, questions? I don't know. What's been going on in Russia and Ukraine? I'd be interested in taking a look at your proposal. Yeah, I don't know how don't much know. how much cost. Again, it was a abstract concept so i didn't like try to get actionable details of like oh i think it would cost this much or it'd take this long to build or this is how long the trash pile has to be there before it stops emitting gases so you could build on it i don't know i would just I live there all you yeah. have bed and just if you have food i mean then like you get free it's like a season pass at all the concerts you can just pop up when someone's playing an, an artist that you like. Yeah, I guess I wonder how many, like, sketchy bums would live there. Not saying you're a sketchy bum, but some of the people who would want to live there would be sketchy bums. Yeah, that might be a problem. Maybe you couldn't let them live there. A few miscellaneous thoughts here that on my notes. It could be a sports stadium. It doesn't have to be a concert. Oh, I said you could live there if you're broke, but I'm iffy on that. <laughs> I think I covered everything. Um, my snap-in windows idea probably wouldn't be applicable, but it was sort of in the path of how my thought process went. So tiny house to other structures to other structures in concerts specifically. I like the underground thing because you could double it up as the emergency shelter. Um, I love how there's like two means. So that's like for the need. Like you need to go to this because you know there's a dangerous situation you need to protect yourself but then there's the one of like yeah i, I just want to not go to a public bathroom i just yeah. want my own personal space to charge my phone and go to the bathroom during the concert 
it was kind of just two different meetings. Yeah, and if you had the drones delivering you hot dogs and stuff, maybe you don't need that. The seats wouldn't be packed as close together if you had like medium-sized shelters beneath each chunk of seats. So there'd be more walking room. So walking to get a hot dog wouldn't be as big of a chore, maybe. So maybe you don't need the drones at all. But the other thing is like, yeah, if you've got your own bathrooms there and you've got storage space, you don't have to necessarily arrive all at the same time. So the traffic coming in and out might be less, much less. You could arrive like the night before and sleep over in it. And another thing, yeah, if it's a festival and you hate the band that's playing, go in your shelter and check your phone. It's like for stand-up comedy, too, there's just a comedian that's playing. Like, I don't like this act, so I'm just going to go to my pod and watch TV or something. I'm performing. <laughs> I just see everybody just open their pod doors and they're just going. <laughs> you might have to have handicapped things. I mean, some people could pop in and out, like, every time a five-minute act comes on. But, like, I'm assuming you have to twist open the hatch wheel or whatever, and you got to lift it up, and it's heavy, and... Maybe there's some handicapped ones here and there that are easier to get in and out. But um, it might be enough of a hassle where they'd have to really hate you to... Um, <laughs> like well, that. Like that a lot. Yeah, make them intentionally annoying to open and close so people don't not watch the, the bad acts. Maybe that's just a city block in the future. Like, forget the stadium in the center. It's just some neighborhood somewhere. It's like on a hill and it's just these bunkers with seats on top. And that's just an architecture style that people can choose to rent. And it has nothing to do with concerts or whatever. That would require a lot of contractors. (laughs) Well, it'd be like one complex. And maybe like each floor behind it, there would be like a little hallway with the pipes running down and maintenance guys can get behind there and fix the toilets and stuff. So maybe it's not more maintenance than a normal apartment. It might even be less if there's like a dedicated hallway for maintenance people. It might be easier to get to the wires and stuff. You don't have to um, crawl in attics and knock down walls and stuff. Yeah, who knows? I don't want to get into that level of practical, um, boring shit. <laughs> you could use it as a prison. <laughs> like their little prison cells and then you go out and it's the prison yard is like the um, stadium and there's like a fence around it or something. People might be more willing to do that for a prison if it's uh, built around a trash hill. Any shows or podcasts you want to promote? Mother's Day weekend, I'll be at the showcase. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you got it. I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon. So if you love the show, consider donating to Patreon. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.